Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all, and in the darkness, bind them to the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. (laughs) Hello, dear listener. It's me again. Sorry about that. Our talisman, Matt Egan the Wiser, is otherwise engaged in his journalistic wizardly duties. So for a second week, I am Henry Burrell, erstwhile staff hobbit at IUG UK. A dark force has been gathering in the Western world. Whispers from the mountains of an evil force, a storm brewing on the horizon. All is rising to the surface, certain to uproot every man, woman and child from their once peaceful existence. But before we talk about Pokemon, and <laughs> my, my God how we will, I must ask for the assistance, nay, the allegiance of a trusted band of friends to help me on my chat-based journey that will last no longer than 40 human minutes. I'm delighted to be joined in fellowship this day by a merry band of travelling journalists, each more dedicated to editorial integrity than the last, comprising townsfolk from the four earthly realms of PC Advisor, Mac World UK, Tech World and Computer World UK. Leading this audio charge into battle, I give you the elven queen of B2B. It's Charlotte G, editor of Tech World. Hail. <laughs> Rallying the troops for the second wave of conversational attack, I give you the heir to the throne of Surrey. It's Scott Carey, online editor at Computer World UK. Hi. <laughs> and bringing up the rear, he's the size of a man with the beard of a dwarf. It's Chris Martin, consumer tech editor of PC Advisor. I want to sound a horn, but I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brilliant. You can edit one in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this week we are talking the Brexit effect, those pesky pocket monsters and driverless cars. We'll be back faster than you can say, unelected leader of the United Kingdom. As the famous adage goes, Brexit as Brex does. But listener, what does it do? Aside from how Brexit sounds like a dodgy combination of Weetabix and Readybrook, the ethnically positive melting pot that is the UK is reaching boiling point following the government's choice to inherently malfunction and hand the most important political and cultural decision in a generation over to a UK public more emotionally invested in Weatherspoons and Hiddleswift. <laughs> Charlotte G, it's a right rural mess, but can any positives actually be taken from the Brexit decision if we consider the implications of it on the British technology sector and specifically its startups? Yes, yes, there are some Good. positives. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Sorted it. Uh, it's all probably going to be fine. Um, I guess the, for the first point that I'd make, and although this seems a bit obvious, it's sort of not necessarily been reflected always, is that although we voted to leave, we are still in the EU and we'll stay in the EU for at least two years, pro- probably until the end of this Parliament. Yeah. So until we <laughs> until we trigger Article Fifty, anyone? Yeah. Yep, trigger, okay. trigger away. Yep, trigger yeah. away. So let's, don't let's shout, fire that. Let's fire don't that. shout racist things until trigger we trigger 50, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public. Did we get a trigger warning? Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, not altogether uh, a bad thing, although obviously there, there have been quite a lot of concerning economic 
uh, signs yeah. so far. So, yeah, the first thing I'd say is we've had quite a few startups um, and people involved in mentoring or investing contact us with kind of advice or asking for help. Quite a few. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know. Well, I have anyway. I don't know about you. Um, My inbox is a Brexit zone. <laughs> really? yeah. Maybe that's that's because you've marked spam. Um, yeah. So I guess the, the first thing I would say is that if you're a startup, you probably need to worry about your currency exposure. That's kind okay. of fairly obvious. Uh, shouldn't affect you too much, I guess, if you're mainly UK based. But for international people, that's something they should probably think about. Is the general consensus from these companies that you're uh, hearing from are these are these actual startups themselves, or are you just so the listeners aware of how it works on your side? If you're getting advice from companies, mm-hmm. uh, who are those companies? Uh, startups or venture capital or kind of think tank roles or like angel investors. Okay, so... people around and, and lawyers as well. People like mm-hmm. in involved in around the kind of London tech scene. And is the general worry that the UK won't be a go-to place anymore for companies from Europe to? Thrive. Um, well, actual, what's the crux here? It's, it, that's a bit complex, really. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, yeah. one thing that people have been concerned about is, is is hiring people and what they should do. I mean, obviously, probably not very much for a while. It seem it would seem extremely weird if the government decided to shoot themselves in the foot by not allowing the talent we need to come here. Yeah, that has also um, always been difficult. Yes, it's not like it's been an easy thing to do to hire yeah. like developers from. Um, around the world yeah. to come here it's always been difficult to get visas and it was starting yeah. to get better but it's yeah. still it's always going to be difficult yeah. anyway so it might get easier potentially it could do um i mean there's been some interesting kind of questions around uh passporting which yeah. basically lets uh banks and multinational companies access the eu from the uk okay right. and whether or not like that will go unless we negotiate us back into it so yeah and it's almost yeah. like we shouldn't have left yeah, almost. um the mm. thing that's important mm. with that is that um basically one of the big um startup economies in the uk is fintech fintech mm-hmm. yep. london is really really good at building fintech companies mm-hmm. and for a successful fintech passporting is huge because they need to be able to offer their services globally um so that definitely has an impact there or a potential mm-hmm. impact um that a lot of people are concerned about yeah but I think the theme of the conversation is going to basically be could be because we don't know. Um, yeah. So a lot of these are sort of maybes. Yeah, I mean there there are definitely some upsides though. Um, thanks to, thanks to there being a weaker pound, valuations of startups <laughs> will be quite keen. So in the UK, you can you could kind of get some good deals going on there. Tech isn't that big an import area. Uh, so actually that shouldn't hurt a lot of these startups that much. Might help uh, property prices become more affordable in London. Is another thing for businesses for for businesses and mm-hmm. and for individuals because obviously it's all kind of linked because yep. everyone has to live somewhere. Um, <laughs> but I, actually, I feel fairly, I feel pretty confident about London. Um, to be honest with you, because it benefits from a lot of things that places like Paris or Frankfurt, or whatever, don't have. There's like it's not just there are lots of tech and startups here. It's, there's also a massive ecosystem mm-hmm. that you can't just suddenly fling up overnight in another country. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of what we've been hearing, especially from um, Sadiq, the mayor, is that like London will remain open for business. That's like mm. their stock line. Um, yeah. And outside of government as well, um, people like Rohan Silver and Alice Benetic have yes. been very much on the let's be positive about this um, angle. And, you know, it treat it like an opportunity uh, that, you know, all this chaos might create places yeah. where you can... Um, take advantage um and start to set up at lower costs and things like that Mm. um i think the concern might be that london will just 
established itself more as a powerhouse for startups and the rest of the UK might continue to struggle. Mm, yeah, that's always that's always a bit of a risk. I mean, I, I found something quite interesting recently, which is that um, a Chinese investment fund called Cocoon invested £500 million into UK venture capital at the beginning of this year, mm. which I think is quite interesting because it kind of shows that even with, and perhaps people didn't correctly predict how close it would be, but it does show that people, even considering we might leave, yeah, are still willing risk, yeah. to, to put money yeah. into the UK. So, yeah, so upsides and downsides. Like outside of the startup bracket, um, are you sort of seeing, as B2B journalists, uh, any worry in larger sort of enterprise uh, companies? Is, is IT spend going to be affected drastically by any of these changes, or is it all still a bit nobody knows <laughs> yeah no one really knows the only thing we've seen is like really nitty-gritty enterprise it chat that we won't get into on the in this uh in this forum but yeah things like renegotiating <laughs> your contracts becomes important just in case things change drastically mm. um sort of your outsourcing contracts but again talent um remains sort of difficult anyway i don't think it changes a great deal because of brexit so you, you mm. both reckon like on a on an individual's level maybe like european workers won't be put off coming to this country to do these kind of jobs or is mm. that is that outside of I mean our... the issue the issue <laughs> is I mean arena. there are a couple of issues there the, the issue is that there still is uncertainty even though we do at least now have like apparently a functioning government um but I mean you know the process is going to take a while and we just do not know what that is going to look like at the end we don't know what they're going to negotiate and we don't know what they're I mean May has kind of made noises about putting on the table the current right of EU residents to live here. So actually, that that kind of thing they really need to resolve because until they resolve those yeah. issues, people won't want people to. People will be worried. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think from a softer perspective, it just, the whole thing has made England and the UK, uh, the whole the whole of Britain look a slightly less appealing place to live and work. At least you moment. get paid in euros. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, like I can see if you were a contractor that came here for a brief period, that might, that, that wouldn't put you off. No. But yeah, I know what you mean. I, th- I think in terms of if you're making big investment mm. decisions about your business, then I would probably wait for, I'd say, I'd say like within six to 12 months, we should have a much clearer idea because the, the government won't want to keep this level of uncertainty going for that long. It's good for investors, but it's basically bad for everyone else. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Do you want a B2C angle? Yeah. <laughs> we do, we do. Well, what, what we've seen are from the consumer side is just an increase of prices for products basically yeah. uh, already so for example yeah. the OnePlus 3 um, launched at £309 and then within a few that weeks a phone? that's a phone yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, within a few weeks they said they put a blog post up saying we might put the price up because of, to, Brexit. because of the value of the pound and Brexit. Mm. And then it was only another week, maybe even less than that. And they said, yep, we're putting the price up uh, by 20 quid. Um, mm. So to 329. So not, 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 like a, not a huge jump. Um, and they were quite honest about it and said, look, our margins are very small on a phone like this. Yeah. Uh, it's a very nice phone. It's mm. not just a cheap plasticky, you know, piece of rubbish. Um, <laughs> so they said, you know, we don't want to, but we're going to have to. Um, and they did give people like three days to order it at the old price. 
which was quite good. What yeah. a great bunch of lads. Um, and we've also seen... <laughs> You're a OnePlus owner, aren't you, Charlotte? Yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do own a OnePlus. No, we, we've also seen... <laughs> if it's not an iPhone, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, what is that phone? Yeah. Apple don't make... What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've also seen the price of, like, laptops and monitors go up. Oh, really? Mm. Creeping um, up. Justifiably, yeah. do you think, always? Some of them, I think... Uh, our colleague Chris, who's been on the pod, had a monitor for review that was supposed to be just over a hundred, mm. and then he went to see where you could buy it, and then it was one hundred and ninety nine, and it was like what, yeah. like That's almost almost things. double the price. Yeah. Like, well, the the, the uh, exchange rate in you know hasn't changed that much, no. has it? Like, mm. no. <laughs> so yeah, n- mm. a bit bit negative a bit there. there. Yeah. yeah, cheeky. Well, yeah, there was. I I obviously you know wrote about the one plus three price increase, and then. Some other journalist tweeted me back saying, "Oh, that's a good PR stunt," which is kind of like, yeah, in a way, you kind of want to jump on the everything that's happening mm. to market your product. But at the same time, I'm Not pretty sure that yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. their margins are actually very small on a budget phone like that. Yeah, that seems that's that. In fairness, seems more genuine yeah. than and only twenty mm. quid. Though. Yeah, but yeah, from our side, it's slightly more predictable than yeah. guessing about the entire technology sector yeah. in the yeah. UK. Yeah, well, I guess well, obviously because within with our sector, like well, kind of as the title business business suggests, <laughs> you kind of have to look at it in a slightly more I don't know macro way, and that can be a bit tough. Word, <laughs> word. I used to cool. Be word. Thanks for that rundown. Just going to go around the room with the question. Are we keeping the IT in Brexit or are we winding down just like the pound, Charlotte G? Yeah, we're, it's good. I, I, I mean, the first it, one. It'll, <laughs> the first one. It'll be, it'll probably be okay. Scott Carey? Yeah, IT in Brexit. Nice. Chris Martin? What was the second one? Winding down with the pound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. Ah, uh, rubbish. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a great dance move, though. Winding, da- winding down just like the pound. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we were recording, I would dance, but we're not. So, (laughs) we'll be right back, and then we'll talk about those pesky pocket monsters. Existential philosophy. The works of James Joyce. The molecular makeup of the universe. The Rosetta Stone. These things, to name a few, have mere mortals not been able to fully comprehend or understand, such as their power to beguile, amuse, and confound in equal measure. Now, the world has added another complex phenomenon to that list, and, dear listener, you may too be trawling your way through the grandiose, sprawling narratives of its fledgling week of existence. Chris Martin. Pika. 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 (laughs) What do you want me to say? Chew? (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I missed that. So Pokemon Go's out. As we record, Pokemon Go is live in the UK. Everyone's freaking out. So it, we talked as, about this last week, listener. In case, in case you yeah. weren't, Charlotte isn't isn't freaking so, out about it. There's not much to update apart from that. Um, as we record, it launched today, so even more people are now playing Pokemon Go, and, and they're literally everywhere. There's Pokemon everywhere, and you've got to catch them all. And I think we're gonna have a bit of an argument for and against because I think so. I think I think yeah. the, the headlines here are. It's insane. Yes. Uh, I've never seen this much interest, particularly over a mobile app or any kind of fad for some time now. Yes, It's been fad. out for maybe six days. Sorry, yeah, I just used that word like that. <laughs> totally by accident. Um, but I mean, the, the level of interest, I can't, I can't even go on Twitter at the moment for, mm. for fear of... Yeah, I mean, even it. I got annoyed at Twitter earlier. Really? Yeah. yeah. God, I, I don't well, know who you follow. It, I haven't seen anything about that. I've just well, been just seeing the cabinet reshuffle. All the con- <laughs> basically, all the consumer brands, <laughs> all the consumer brands, just basically tweeted saying it's out on iOS yeah. and, and iPhone. It's like, well, yeah, 
So for the listeners who can't distinguish our voices, I've not yet played it. Chris does play it. Yes. Scott, do you play? Never played. Never played. Charlotte. Have we all played Pokemon though? Yeah, yes. so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna lay lay out my position. Lay it to be, lay it to be. Just gonna um, set it down. like the thing is I I love Pokemon. Like I used to like love the Game Boy games and yeah. I, I'm a fan, but I just can't quite get on board with Pokemon Go because I can't see myself walking around in public and trying to catch Pokemon on a screen. So in, in the past, your Pokemon shame has been restricted to private moments. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, even Gosh. the tube oh. it would, would, was, was, you know, a push. Yeah. Um, so it, it's that aspect that I'm finding difficult to get to grips with. I can understand the social awkwardness of it. Yeah. Mm. Like I suppose mm. I don't particularly Some like don't care, do they? I don't yeah. particularly like using my phone like on the train sitting next to someone even just looking at my emails like because yeah. I just don't really like so British. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. People try and read the economist over my shoulder and I'm just It's not so bad on like one of my Charlotte G thing I've ever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't really have a counter argument to that's why uh, I suppose, I suppose um, okay. like, like, Scott, like Scott said... I do have a counter-argument. Do it. So yesterday we went out to a few events. Henry came with us. I went helped to, you cross went, the road. Went, <laughs> went <laughs> to, were, you, were you the eyes on the situation? I was the only one on their phone using Google Maps. Oh, good Lord. Okay. But Pokemon Go is Google Maps, so... It's you didn't, you didn't know where you were going. It, it's an actual map. <laughs> apart yeah. from, like, towards I knew where I was going anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So we were, like, three of us were playing it. Henry was kind of, yeah, guiding us around. But we <laughs> we ended up kind of noticing... Chris is 29. That... <laughs> 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 we, we ended up noticing that, you know, some other people were playing while walking along the road next to us. And we ended up having a little bit of a chat with them. Yeah, and okay. I, I'm, like, fairly introvert, like, with people I don't know. Yeah. But I was, like, well happy to chat to them and it was quite cool. And you so... could take up smoking though and get the same experience. <laughs> I mean, I don't think yeah, that's only. Cool. So, but Daddy yeah. Mel's probably already claimed that Pokemon Go gives you cancer. So... Probably, it probably yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So but, anyway. even I'll admit that was quite funny. I th- um, they might even be yeah. tourists. I'm not even sure. I think they so. They sounded American. Yeah. They, obviously, they could live here, but but why are they um... doing that? Why are they playing Pokemon Go? They're tourists in London. They have a finite <laughs> amount of time, and they're choosing to spend it. Could be rare British Pokemon. At... Oh God! Well, as I said last week, it is like all the stops in Pokemon Go are a bit of a tour of London. So I've already seen loads of stuff near the office that I didn't know was there yeah. isn't um, Nelson's column a gym with a Pidgeot on top possibly <laughs> oh that'd be so cool see I should be into Scott. this I, yeah. I should well, be when, on board yeah. but I'm just but not but you don't need to play Pokemon to look at Nelson's column this is what I don't understand no but it's got a Pidgeot no. on top yeah, the, oh, <laughs> you're, you're missing the key uh, point when so, I say like, I've spotted things that, yeah, yeah I when, I, when I say I've spotted things that I didn't know were there I don't mean huge Columns. Right, I'm like, like I your mean, eyes. like smaller. It's massive, mate. You smaller things. I um, hadn't noticed the Thames you, until you realised it was full what, of magic. What, okay, what, what have you noticed? And I'm going to decide whether or not I think you can notice that without Pokemon Go. Go. <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Got nothing. You saw a statue the other day. You didn't realise it was there. Yeah. Okay. Can't remember who was up there. Some some of them are like little plaques and stuff. Yeah. That, like, yeah. They're, and they're actually quite high up on buildings. So Do you, you have you noticed Lenin's plaque yet? Sorry, Lenin. Oh, yeah, he yeah. opened that B2B over the road, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably not quite that. Did what? you say he opened a B? <laughs> Did you say he opened a B&B? Well, it's on a B&B. Isn't oh, it? right. Oh, I was going to say, Lenin's B&B. What, what Pokemon would, like? would Lenin be? Um, Who knows? Email us, listener. Um, <laughs> we're running out of time. I don't so, know. Okay, <laughs> what, what other arguments are there against I think there's the social, well, there's social implications. There's social elements. I think that it basically that. looks like a generation of people that can't come to terms with being adults. 
Wow. And also, I think it increases risk of accidents, makes you more vulnerable to crime also, potentially. I think yeah. the same could be said, though, to be on Chris's side slightly. Yeah. That smartphones have done that to, to us all anyway. Yeah. We're more likely to have them out in public and, you know, be sort of victims to crime and that. I, I suppose it's kind of, I don't know, I feel like we, I feel like it's just another step of us uh, basically offloading our ability. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20 plus sports activities wellness programs you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family so book your next getaway with club med visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor to think for ourselves to our smartphones again yeah which slightly worries me okay different question how How long does this last yeah, that's How long thing. does that the, the buzz last? Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's going to die down. I mean, Pokemon the Game Boy, I mean, it's sort of, you, you could argue that's been around for, yeah, yeah. 10, 15 oh, no, will, years. Like, Pokemon strong. Go will 100% stick around and it will have a fan base, but how long will. will this buzz But the last? buzz won't yeah. stick around. Like, people will carry on playing it, but it, the hype will die down. Yeah. yeah, basically, like, the masses will play it for, like... <laughs> the masses. Like, a few, you know, the millions of people will play it for a yeah. few weeks until they hit that point where it gets a bit more difficult to like actually find oh, stuff right. that you haven't already got. So then then it will reduce just to just out. then it will reduce yes. to like the okay. niche hardcore fans that are actually prepared to carry on playing okay. to actually get them all. I mean I've already I've already hit because a point because that is our one true test. Yeah. Can we get them all? <laughs> yeah. True. I've already hit a point where it's kind of like not quite as fun because So do, are you saying much... sort of risk reward balance? In, well, the kind of pleasure, so much, pleasure yeah, it, it's balance. more the effort, like okay, kind of element. And in Nintendo were laughing. I saw today share yeah. prices up over five billion pounds. Yeah. in six so, days. So yeah, they've seen what a fifty percent increase or something. Yeah. I should basically I should have bought shares in Nintendo actually, the second yeah. this came out. Oh. Chris, I wanted to ask you this because I've actually heard that it's not actually that good a game. Like as, a, like, they're, they're like as a game, like as a game, it's actually it's actually like not that well made a game. It, it's the whole well, I've, novelty on the maps, of nothing it. is 3D, is it? It's a flat plane that you view on the phone. Yeah, so you can um, see. Roads, no, but Pokemon you... had a narrative, didn't it? Yeah. Does this not even have a narrative? It's literally just not really. Catch them all. <laughs> not yeah, That's not a really. That's not a narrative. It is. It is very. Yeah. It is unique um, when you look at it compared to all the other Pokemon games. Mm. For, for lots of different reasons but also that 
So yeah, the, the, what I'm surprised about is okay. Yeah, it's been a bit buggy and stuff, but that's mostly because we've been downloading it before it's mm. released properly. Yeah, and the, and the volume been, of people. Yeah, and yeah. so and all that kind of stuff. But that that aside, there's a, there's an extreme lack of like actually telling you how to play. Yeah, like mm. it kind of starts you off and you're like, oh yeah, here's Pokemon. You need to walk around, throw the Pokeballs, but you would know that anyway. And then it's more like the little details. Like people are really confused about how you win a gym and then how you get the gym to be better and like yeah, although those are things you couldn't do in Pokemon games before right yeah like a new normally you would go to a gym when and just defeat the leader this? and get a back like do you do this in your lunch break during your commute are people like leaving their children unwashed and unfed while they play Pokemon <laughs> possibly we bring their children <laughs> with possibly. them <laughs> I just like when when are people playing this how do these people have so much time I don't know we did pop out at lunchtime, but for like 15 minutes. Yeah. We got a gym. Team um, Yard. Okay, I think we still got it now, but I got kicked out because I, I was the last one in. But Right. Okay. Can you You're catch a Pokemon now, in the actual gym? <laughs> no. No? No, the gym is just for owning and battling. And what about a real gym, though, where you lift weights oh, and stuff? Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the Some gym should be gyms in real life. Yeah, yeah. It is odd. It is, yeah. There's, if, so, if you haven't seen it already, yeah. go and look at the video of them all playing in Central Park. It's actually yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We get the world we deserve. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we, we discussed this on the pod last week, and I think it is cool in terms of it's a real, obviously popular use case for augmented reality. Mm. Yes. Everyone's chatting about virtual That's reality. That's true. And the games and, all get yeah. better now. It's yeah. free as well. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, um, well, with in-app purchasing. Yeah. Ever, Sorry, you I just, bought, I just no, I put that far out. No, I have yet. not spent okay. any money, and so I, you don't have I know to. Won't. No. Okay. What, what, what if you have more. to to pro- like progress? You don't have to. Okay. We'll be we're interested to know if Scott starts playing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm really what, touching. What I sh- what I would suggest is that obviously people have got strong opinions about it, but you need to try it. Yeah, but really, I'm concerned about like really offering not, him weed. I, yeah, I am concerned. <laughs> I, I am concerned about. Gateway drug. I'm concerned about starting and then becoming addicted and then not doing anything. Yeah, else. So it's okay. kind of you admitting that it's awesome. Kind of. Yeah, it actually is, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Revelations. On I guess the that's pod. why. That's why people yeah. don't take heroin. I guess. Anyway, uh, that's the that's the soundbite we're going to take away from that segment, <laughs> listener. Uh, do let us know what you think uh, about Pokemon Go. Um, you're probably playing it right now. Uh, tweet us at UK Tech Podcast. Could you play Pokemon Go while listening to a podcast? Yes. Yeah. Multitasking. Cool. Deep. So I'm just thinking about how that would work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Let's go around the room. Um, question, Charlotte G. Are you having a poker ball or are you completely poker bored? I am poker faced, unimpressed about the whole thing. Oh, that's a really good answer. Middle of the road. But... <laughs> Thank you. Quite non-committal. Scott Carey. Well, we all play? know I'm non-committal. <laughs> so so uh, I'm going to nick Charlotte's answer. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Chris, Pokeball or Pokeboard? Yeah, having a Pokeball. Excellent. <laughs> a Pokeball? Yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, next... What about you, Henry? Hmm? Mm, I'm I'm really Pokeboard of it. <laughs> <laughs> and Henry hasn't even played it either. So. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. Chris has a point. <laughs> I don't want to say about it anymore. <laughs> we talked about it for two weeks in a row. Okay, cool. Uh, straight back after this, driverless cars. As Henry Ford once said, you can have any colour as long as it's black. Now, Tesla's Elon Musk is saying, you can have any car as long as you don't drive it. Driverless cars are the latest invention by humans that take a previous invention and incorporate even higher levels of human laziness into their operation, following on from remote controls, bread machines, and those Bluetooth headsets that only taxi drivers and creepy old dudes wear. <laughs> Scott Carey. 
Please fill us in on what's happened with driverless cars this week. Should we take a step into the world of auto automobiles or is it a bit, all a bit too minority report? Um, driverless cars seem to be the hot topic at the moment. Uh, away from Elon Musk and Tesla, uh, there seem to be a raft of startups now that are coming out of the woodwork um, with uh, driverless and autonomous technology. Uh, we know that Uber are working really hard on autonomous cars, but keeping their cars very close to their chest. But um, the reason behind that may be because Tesla have been in the news recently because there was the first death uh, caused by the autonomous mode, um, which is where the autopilot mode on a Tesla uh, out in Florida. And then there was another accident uh, this week, non-fatal, where interestingly, the driver came out and said he would use autopilot again. Hmm. Um, (laughs) So uh, the thing is, a lot of the people that use Teslas or that are early adopters of or the autopilot mode yeah. tend to be people who are keen on it. Mm-hmm. So like they tend, technology, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, you have to sort of take that with a little bit of a pinch They've of salt. Not forced into doing it. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose cars crash all the time as well, right? I mean, well, this is Tesla's argument. Tesla's argument is that um, they, they. I can't remember the figures, but basically, the, I can tell the, you. The, the, go on. Then. <laughs> uh, autopilot has been used safely in over 100 million miles of driving by tens of thousands of customers. And they say it is statistically inevitable that a collision will occur. Yep. But it's statistically safer than not using autopilot, they it, claim. It is massively statistically safer. And the fact is that humans are terrible at operating machinery. <laughs> like It's proven yeah. that humans yeah. are not very good at operating machinery, yeah. especially when they've had a drink. Um, yeah. Whereas um, robots technically should be able to... like operate machinery in a better yeah. way in a safer way because they don't uh, make rash decisions oh unless they have been drinking of yeah of yeah. course um <laughs> so it, it and the reason that the the reason that tesla give for the first fatal accident happening is um basically uh, a glitch like the it was a very yeah. bright day it was a white lorry on a bright background that the cameras can pick up and this is something that they'll now work really hard on fixing that doesn't mean that the person that died doesn't come back to life but it does show that this is still early technology and mm. people are taking risks into their hands when yeah. they when they try it out. Um, but conceivably, that's the sort of thing that a, a human eye would not see as well. Possibly. Yeah. possibly. If you had a glare, I mean, if, if you couldn't see... I, the, the difference is that a human wouldn't... I mean, the, the interesting thing about both of the crashes, and potentially there might have been a third one, the US authorities yeah. are investigating that. But the interesting thing about it is that no one had their hands on the wheel at the time of the crash. Right. Well, this is where the stupidity argument comes in. I mean, not to like, I mean, it's very difficult because someone was killed, but I mean, you know, they didn't take over the steering. They probably could have done. Perhaps perhaps they felt safe. Yeah, he was watching. He was watching a Harry Potter film. Yeah. So the thing is that, Ugh. you know, these are clearly people no, that have an appetite for risk that others might yeah, not. It, like yeah. they tell you that you shouldn't just completely yeah. switch off. Yeah. Like autopilot mode is there to take, take over the car, but you should still be yeah. there just in case something so, like this yeah. happens. So that's what I was going to ask. Uh, is there like a um, are there legal safety regulations about these kind of things yet? Or is it up to the car? That's the thing. Is it's also new that the regulators haven't caught up. 
Yeah. So they're all still sort of scrambling around, and so, the and the insurance companies are scrambling around to work see. out how this all works. They are thinking about it though. In the UK, oh, yeah. there, there's a, the government launched a consultation this week into driverless cars, and there are trials in Greenwich. I think. Greenwich, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so big they, ups, yeah. To the Greenwich. <laughs> big ups to Greenwich. So yeah, it's it is being. It's not like you know they don't know. Well, it's not like the government don't know what they're doing, but it's it's something they're thinking about. But it's so new that they haven't been able to. Uh, and catch I think up the, with these it yet. stories we're hearing of crashes that are they out of America. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're all in America yeah. at the moment because I think I'm right in saying that. We don't really have... Do we have that in the UK yet? I, I think really. I've seen Teslas, but I'm pretty sure that you can't yeah. autopilot a I mean, autopilot is a hard one to define because, I mean, I've used some autopilot features within cars, like where you set a speed or... Like cruise, cruise control. control. Yeah, cr- where, yeah, or where you like do parallel parking, where you let the car park for you. No yeah. way, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, auto, there are some awesome videos on YouTube of Teslas basically taking evasive action when... Yeah. Um, so there's one where a truck comes onto the highway, um, makes a really horrendous manoeuvre where it basically leans into the car and the car jerks out the way yeah. drops back, goes round it on the inside, which is cool. extremely intelligent. Yeah. Because the only video I've seen like that is of a Volvo, which was meant to stop and it ran over a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm pretty sure it was a... No, oh, to drive a car company. Don't run over the press the, yeah, there's, at the um, the, like, I think there's a Ford Focus model that can uh, brake for you. Yeah. Um, yes. And there's a few cars around that do like lane control. Yeah, I, think it, I think it's, like, I think yeah. it's a Focus that I'm thinking of actually that does the... Not just, not just cruise control, but also... Yeah. Yeah, we'll break for you. That advert in the cinema, that's a Volkswagen, right? Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. No one goes to the cinema anymore, it's just me, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't no, been to the cinema. Okay. I went to watch a horrific film the other day. Yeah. Is it about driverless cars? No. I <laughs> <laughs> went to see the Neon Demon. But anyway, that's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think the target market for driverless cars is? Is it just the, the rich? Because, I mean, Tesla's cost an absolute bomb, right? Mm. Hmm. It tends to be um, rich, techie people. The global plutocracy. <laughs> Uh, the guy, the fun. guy, yeah, the is. guy that died in Florida was a ex um, army lieutenant. I think I've probably got his rank wrong, but he then became a tech entrepreneur. Okay, I would probably say was... middle-aged men. Yeah, <laughs> that are into tech. You've got to be yeah, pretty loaded, don't you? Because mm. isn't the is the insurance more than a regular car? How you insure it? Yes, yes. It must be because of imagine. the unknowns and the, yeah, the risk. You know how new it all is. It must be. And and they want to make money off people who have already got money. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I mean, perhaps there's like a slight premium. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, if I was in the insurance company, I'd be charging them more. Yeah. yeah. God, Chris, you rampant capitalist. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's Chris all over. Scott, Scott, you, you were talking about like Uber investing and other yes. companies jumping on it. Um, is that in terms of the actual cars themselves, or are we talking more about um, sort of software for? Yeah, the technology. So I think Uber are looking at doing a sort of all-in-one themselves. Where are we talking a taxi with no driver? Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. automate the uh, just you know, so, automate away the, the driver. I, I was out in Singapore a couple of months ago, and I was talking to a company out there, which is a US spin out, but they've moved over to Singapore because it's a lot easier to test this technology out there. There's um, a lot more empty streets, and the government is a lot more receptive to it. Um, so there are a load of guys from Boston; they've gone out there. And what it comes down to is a package of cameras, sensors, and um, some sort of hardware that will um, mon- that will drive a car for you. Um, so what Uber are doing is the same thing. They're, they're building it sort of a pack that would be a pack of sensors and cameras that you could install in the car, and yeah. then it would become a, an autonomous vehicle. Mm. So and that's interesting. What the guy from Newtonomy, which is the startup in Singapore, was saying is it's actually a lot easier to 
do a driverless taxi than a driverless car mm. because it's a very um, restricted area. So you can teach a car the layout of a neighbourhood mm. and it can then uh, operate in that neighbourhood quite area. easily rather than a car which you would have to effectively teach how to drive every road in the world. Okay, that's a good oh, that's, point. Yeah, that makes sense. And from a financial point of view, uh, correct me if I'm oversimplifying, but if the initial spend is quite big on technology like this, are these companies then thinking they will save money by... Yeah having all the profit from the road. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would yeah. pay for itself. That's pretty much the idea, years. right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, they would be stupid not to be investigating this technology. It's yeah. probably still a little way off, but that, like, it, it makes so much sense for Uber to be looking at this. But if this becomes a thing, is there going to be even more of a backlash from people, taxi, yeah. taxi drivers? Oh, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, yeah. I mean, they would potentially be making an awful lot of people unemployed. So, yeah, I don't know. But you're saying that they're going to sell a pack. Is that not two people that own the Uber cars? No, I think they'll design a pack that they could then install on cars. Are you talking about retrofitting cars to be driverless rather than... There's a lot of interesting questions there because Uber don't actually own any cars. No. No. People love saying that at tech conferences. Like Airbnb don't own any homes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, you don't say. (laughs) Pokemon Go is the next one now, isn't it? Yeah, Pokemon Go is going to be... be like, look at AR, look what it can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Have fun at those conferences, guys. I can't wait. Back to back in September. Anyway... So what yeah, no, it? we don't. So we don't. As I said, Uber are keeping their cars close to their chest. All we know is that they're um, they're investigating the technology. How they'll actually deploy it is mm. is a whole new set of questions. I'd ima- I would imagine, without actually knowing, <laughs> that it must be a bit challenging, a bit more challenging to retrofit than it mm. is to just. Have yeah, because you have to tech. you have to essentially install a load of wires. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, do, re- do a bit clunky and a bit difficult. I reckon the risk of them not being fitted properly has got to be much exactly. higher. Exactly. So like, higher than just those cars are going to get the ones that are going to go wrong, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> got your old uh, I don't know Vauxhall Nova that's been retrofitted. Yeah. No one's getting in that. No. I would. Uh, <laughs> I'd be quite interested in getting a driverless taxi. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. in places where the taxi drivers are really grumpy or chatty. The, the, I think the, the, I think one of one, one big issue. I don't know. Probably more in the US than in the UK, given sort of how huge it is and the distances between things are. Is when will will there ever be a point where you can get um, your driverless car basically as your own taxi when you've been to a bar? Yeah, yeah, because for a I lot think, of people, I think yeah, that's, that's the issue that people want to know. Will they and ever you, be able to just completely trust the car? Do you think there's a perception thing here as well? Like people are worried, and we would be worried about getting into the front seat of a car if it was our car. But if you're ordering from a different service and it's like a taxi turning up, do you think mentally you trust it more because you get in the back seat? It's not yours. But it's empty. I know, but like you were saying, like if you call your own car, like this taxi service, you worry less about it when you get in a taxi. You don't think about Maybe. where you're going. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, um, I don't think I car. would trust it more. I don't think I'd but trust you'd it be more. not as bothered. To, you know, if you owned the car, you'd be more worried about it going wrong or whatever and damage because really you potential impending death. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I yeah. think yeah, I think there's a horror <laughs> story in the offing, and no one nicked this from me. That's the the driverless car that arrives at the party and the person in it is dead. Is that a piece of fanfic? Yeah, I'm just going to put anti-musk my, my, my anti-Musk fanfic. <laughs> but it is a fairly chilling prospect because, for example, the guy that got killed in the, the first kind of known death, the car... Did the car drive off again? The car carried on. Yeah, that's the thing it? that's really um, weird. Why, Charlie why Brooker so... has been commissioned to, to do 12 new episodes of Black Mirror Don't for Netflix. Don't steal my idea, Charlie. He is definitely going to do something about that. Well, yeah. why, why, are they, why are they dead on arrival at the party? 
Well, the point is the car doesn't know that you're dead. You crash, no. and then it keeps driving. And then it just carries on. This guy, this guy that was in the car, that, oh, the first right. crash, it just carried on. Oh, I see. I didn't realise. So that's a bit chilly. Wow, this took a turn, didn't it? Sorry. I thought you meant he died of, like, someone died <laughs> of other causes. causes yeah, then... well, that could also happen, but I more meant, like, that yeah, you could that... have a crash, and it would just yeah. be like, okay, carry on. Chilling times in sorry, the UK sorry, sorry. podcast. <laughs> yeah, so was... <laughs> Cheer yourself up by getting Pokemon instead. Uh, we'll just Don't go... play Pokemon while In operating your Tesla. <laughs> yeah, 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 only just... Pokemon Go in driverless cars. that's the perfect combination. Yeah, that is. Yeah, And also, just like, while you're in that driverless car playing Pokemon, try not to worry about Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We have come full circle. So, Charlotte G, I just want to ask you, driver less or driver more? Driver more. Scott Carey? Driver less. Um, a, a nice balance of the two. <laughs> Lovely. Driver just right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Depending on the amount of alcohol I've had. <laughs> Good point. Thank you for joining us in this spirited trilogy of top tech topics from the past seven days. Please do get in touch to let us know what you thought of all that, or indeed if you're interested in advertising. You can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idg.co.uk. When Friday rolls around next week, be sure to tune back in for the new edition and make that painful Friday afternoon about 40 minutes shorter or longer, depending on how you think this one went. <laughs> Whichever way you've ended up here, please remember that you can also listen to us via iTunes, SoundCloud, Embedded Online, InBed Offline, and please subscribe so that we auto-slide into your digital device of choice every Friday. <laughs> We're not sure, as we mentioned, if you can listen while playing Pokemon Go, but chances are, listener, you're on it right now, so please let us know. Stay safe, look before you cross the road, and for God's sake, remember to eat. <laughs> we love you all. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.